app-based ride-hailing food delivery gig workers will soon have better working conditions with new protections, including basic employment standards, according to the BC government. Now, when you're uh, out and about, uh, I certainly notice this when I uh, leave uh, uh, the studio every day, uh, the s- significant amount of food delivery workers uh, here in, in this city alone. In fact, in British Columbia, 11,000 ride-hailing drivers, that's how many there are, 27,000 food delivery workers in our province. There are 21 ride-hailing companies, there are seven food delivery platforms operating in BC. And according to a, um, a poll done by Research Co. in February of 2021, 32% of people in BC reported having food delivered to their home at least once every two weeks. These food delivery apps are part of daily modern life, but uh, the protection hasn't always been there uh, for many of these gig workers. Well, joining me now to talk a little bit about uh, this pending legislation is Harry Baines, BC's Minister of Labour. Mr. Baines, thank you for joining us. Yes, thank you for having me. Uh, important work here, an important conversation to have because this is, uh, we, go, we take all of this for granted, uh, you know, most days when I leave this studio, as I said, you see all these uh, workers out and about, skip, from Skip the Dishes to Uber Eats, oh, in and around here, just delivering food. Um, how would you protect uh, the rights in legislation, in reg- rights of these workers in regards to employment and in regards to their wages? Walk me through what this, the new rules will look like. Yeah, so, uh, you know, as you mentioned, uh, you know, there are more and more people actually doing work through app-based companies, uh, whether they are ride hail or, or food delivery. And we have all accustomed to, to, to that kind of a service. And, and, and just as so you know, our, our employment laws were created when the traditional employer-employee relationship existed. You go to work uh, for a employer at 7 o'clock in the morning, you have your couple of coffee breaks, lunch break, and you come home at 3.30. Same employer, time and time, day and day again, and, you know, sometimes for the entire life. But I think the economy is changing. Uh, the workplaces are changing, and uh, uh, our laws have not kept up uh, to, to provide the basic protection that all other workers enjoy in, in, in B.C. And uh, so th- for that reason, uh, it's a, based on the engagement that we had uh, with the workers, with the with the platform companies for the last months and, and I guess over a year, mm-hmm. and four or five areas were identified by the workers. Okay, one was that they didn't even know whether they were making minimum wage, uh, and then the second one was they weren't sure whether they whether they will be covered for, with the, under the workers' compensation if they are injured at workplace or become ill due to the workplace uh, work that they're doing. And also, you know, they are required to bring their own car, their own vehicle, to perform that work. And uh, they were not paid uh, for the work-related costs that they incur in order to provide the service that we are, we are, we are, you know, we, we enjoy. And also, uh, there was no fair process uh, when they were when their app was suspended, and for them to put their side. To justify whether you know, <clears throat> they, you know, their the, the suspension was justified or not. So those are the areas we are addressing. Uh-huh. Uh, I think on the wages side, uh, we're saying that uh, uh, these workers will have 120 percent of the minimum wage that we have in British Columbia that exists today, 1675, and they will get 20 percent more, recognizing that sometimes they have to wait. Uh, for the next assignment. So that will compensate part of that. So just based on that, that would mean uh, the minimum wage in this province, as you say, is sixteen seventy-five. So you would make about $20.10 an hour 
uh, based on the current wage. So that would be your minimum wage. So if you don't make a delivery, uh, whatever it may be, so the company, let's say Skip the Dishes or Uber Eats, would be responsible to make sure that you are minimum making $20 an hour. Yeah, I think their pay period would be um, two weeks. And if uh, their earnings fall short of a minimum wage in BC or less than 120%, then the companies will make up the difference. And then also, uh, we will require these uh, <clears throat> platform companies to uh, register uh, their employees with the workers' compensation uh, so that if they are injured or become ill at work, that they would be covered for lost wages, for health care, for rehabilitation, and, and a return to work, those type of benefits, just like other workers are. And uh, also, there will be some uh, method of determining how they would be paid for work-related costs uh, vis-a-vis their uh, gas, their, their car you know, uh, expenses. So I think there will be that part covered as well. And also that they will be given uh, every two weeks uh, itemized uh, you know, statement of earnings and deductions. And uh, so I think that you know, we need to create a pay transparency there as well. Uh, right now, yes, you may know that uh, customer uh, who takes, say, for example, one of these platform companies don't know uh, how, how much their, their uh, driver is going to get paid, the fare that they're paying, and the, and the driver don't know how much fare the customer paid and also uh, how much tip was left behind. So we would be protecting their tips as well. So the tips will be on top of 120% that we are proposing. So uh, now the BC Federation of Labor, I think I said they, they, they're, they're supportive of, of, of the legislation, but they say uh, that um, it does fall short to a certain degree because uh, uh, the, the delivery workers won't be guaranteed pay for the time they spend waiting for the next assignment. What do you say to that? Yeah, so I think once the legislation is introduced and passed, uh, which will happen within the next two weeks, uh, because that's the, the window we have right now under this uh, session, and then uh, my ministry will engage the the, uh, the platform companies and the workers and their representatives and develop some regulations. And uh, that's how we would come. I think regulations should be ready by early next year. Now, the difficulty, again, as I said before, the uniqueness of, this work and this this sector is, for example, if they're waiting for the next assignment, assignment, who is responsible for that time? Uh, they may pick up Uber next time or 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 a Lyft then the next time. So I think those are some of the complexities that exist in this type of work. So we need to work through it. Again, I have said earlier today. I said this is a first step. We will monitor going forward and see if uh, this these laws that we are bringing in. Uh, are up to par to make sure that the workers are getting what we believe they should, they should be getting under the law. And if there are some uh, gaps and the, and, the, and the platform companies identify some of the gaps, uh, that may make it difficult for them to operate in here. I think we will look at it at that time. Uh, is any other jurisdiction uh, or does any other jurisdiction have the, uh, the legislation that you are talking about today? Uh, or is there a legislation that you've looked at or any jurisdiction that you say, you know, this is the kind of stuff we want to emulate, we want to be doing what that jurisdiction is doing? Or is this relatively new for Canada and, and for, let's say, Western sort of uh, Western nations? I think, you know, uh, we will be the first jurisdiction to come up with uh, uh, labor laws and, and regulations uh, to, uh, to legislate um, 
this type of uh, uh, work, um, this sector work. I think others have tried. And, uh, for example, Toronto, Minnesota, and California, and many had to withdraw or um, redo it again and again. And I think we would be, I'm fairly confident that because we have worked with the, with the, uh, the platform companies for the last year or so and the workers, of course, the worker side are saying it may not be enough. And the companies, some of them have said, you know, we've gone too far in some of the areas. So I think we need to uh, let's set up the base, baseline and basic minimum standards as far as the Employment Standard Act is concerned. And at the same time, the workers' compensation, their health and safety prevention. So then we'll monitor. And uh, I think we are the first jurisdiction, uh, and I'm quite confident that we will be successful. Did you, uh, in the, as you said here, your, your focus is on the drivers uh, who you feel do not have uh, the rights and the protection that traditional, a traditional job would. Uh, do you worry by adding this legislation that this also mean it will lead to higher prices? Uh, I think DoorDash um, uh, has already been saying that, look, you're setting a premium. There will be a higher minimum wage for, for a group of workers. Ultimately, this will make it more expensive. This may lead to less business for restaurants and fewer earnings for opportunities for workers just because of the increased costs that government is adding through this legislation, including um, the, the, the paying above minimum wage. What do you say to that argument? Yeah, you know, when, uh, when we welcome these companies to British Columbia to provide the services and create jobs here, uh, one of the things they were reminded that we have uh, labor laws, and uh, this is British Columbia, Canada, 2023, that we don't believe uh, any worker should be left behind when it comes to basic minimum protection, when it comes to the basic minimum uh, minimum wage, for example, and the workers' compensation, health and safety. And uh, uh, when we were talking to these companies, they recognized that. And generally speaking, they said, yes, minimum standards are needed. And they encouraged government to come up with the, rec- with, 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 with the minimum standards. Uh, so that it creates a level playing field among themselves. At the same time, know exactly how each one of them should be treating their, their, their workers and the workers will have protection. So the idea here, Jess, is that we want to make sure that the workers enjoy the basic minimum standards. At the same time, we preserve the jobs that these companies bring in and the services the customers are so accustomed to now and so I think this is the, the this is these are the area that we want to address to make sure that everyone can uh, certainly uh, enjoy the services that we have and the worker enjoy the basic minimum standards. Minister, uh, good to hear your voice. I haven't talked to you in a while. Uh, have yourself a good afternoon and good evening, and we'll chat very soon. Thanks for your time today. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you for having me.